Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. You are a coward. You are Andrew Mackey. You are Andrew <laughs> Mackey of podcasts. <laughs> and if you, if you did your own podcast, it would just be average and terrible. But because you're with us, we've made you into this, this great podcast so that everybody knows you. <laughs> Be great. <laughs> All right, so this is the vlogcast for round nine. The number one fan of Damien Hardwick from Richmond, Burnsy, is here, and I'm joined by the head of the Ty Vickery fan club from Hawthorne, Peensy. Ryan Burton, that is all. Thanks, North. The vlogcast's resident defeatist vlog from North, Danzy. Yeah, sorry, that Jed Anderson thing sort of put me off. I was going to say something else. The holder of Collingwood's 2016 leading goal cricket trophy, Morgzy. And the Andrew Mackey of podcasts from St Kilda, Cooksey. Hello. Goo or tears? Who wants to go first? Tears. Absolute tears. You've got some this week. I actually do have something this week. Um, wow. Do go on. I've come to the sad realisation that every team in the AFL as of right now is either average or shit. <laughs> There are, no, there are no good teams in the competition now. Everyone is just average or shit. Congratulations, AFL. You got what you've you got, wanted. You've got Adelaide, who are on top of the ladder, who are not even going to make the finals this year. <laughs> it's true. They're not going to make the. They're not going to make the eight this year. I'm sick of tipping twos and threes every week. You're it's, it's such crap. a defeatist vlog, man. Listen, the AFL Commission needs to have one of them extraordinary emergency meeting type sort of things, right? And they need to make a very difficult and unpopular decision. They need to scrap the final series and end the season after round 10. Oh, every club has done that last year, North would have won the flag. Every club has, has, a, has, a, has a bigger preseason and hopefully they all improve and we just try again for 2018. Where has this come from? Uh, well, would you prefer it with Hawthorne getting lucky every week and winning three in a row, Dan? Would you prefer we went back to well, that? Well, there's, there's some predictability in, in, in that, in having a team that's clearly number one. Who is the best team in the competition right now? Who? I don't know. It, we can find exactly. out. We can find out later. We don't that's have to know in round not. eight. Premierships aren't won in May. No, but it's just shit. Every team is either average or shit this year. Any given Sunday, Dan. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. No team is invincible. Surely that's good enough. No, I don't like it. It feels alien. <laughs> I'm just I, saying. I reckon, I reckon the 18-team comp has diluted the talent pool too much. Merge North with Gold Coast and... Oh, why, why don't we go back to teams. you merging with Melbourne and going to Tassie? Well, yeah, that can be the second merger. There we go. We've just solved it. 16 uh, teams again. North, North Gold Coast. Melbourne Hawks and... Teams. and no, North two Sydney teams. Uh, Gold Coast Kangaroos and Melbourne Hawks. Done. Thanks, Penal and Dan. No. Cut the season short. <laughs> Ten round season. Look, I have tears, obviously, for Richmond as a whole. Everything from the playing group who didn't turn up till three-quarter time to the retard coach to the fucking... <laughs> to the no, melty... to the, being too hard. To the melty supporters who decided to go full smasher and pluck out any conspiracy they could, apparently, about the umpires. Like, it, there was so much umpire hate and there were only a couple of bad decisions. There were a handful, but... You know. That last 21 seconds has nothing to do with the umpires. No, none of it has nothing. anything to do with the umpires. Like, fucking someone posted on TLC, the Savo, that the Richmond board, someone reckons it's Indian bookmakers or some shit are the reason Richmond's losing these games. It's just like, no, <laughs> no. It's no. Just... <laughs> Why don't you just stop? Yeah, just, just stop. stop. Just stop. It's... 
Really, if there weren't better candidates like North Gold Coast, Melbourne, and Hawthorne to merge, I'd say merge us. But no, there's better candidates. Just oh, for fuck's sake, honestly. No, but sure, surely merging Richmond, you're doing their supporters a favour, like putting them out of their misery after 35 years. Or, of or you're just adding that misery to somebody else by Richmonding them. It was horrendous, though. We did not deserve to win. And even then, still, despite all that, my tears are gooier than fucking Dan's contribution this week. <laughs> well, I'm just speaking the truth, man. Every team, there's just average this year. I mean, there's there's no good team. Adelaide, who's supposedly the best team that everyone said was premiership favourites, got pants by North Melbourne last week and then got belted by Melbourne on their home deck. Richmond, who have lost the last three games, are in the top four. No, we're not. We're seventh. You sure? Yes. You're in the top seven then. Whatever. Every team... <laughs> Hey, last someone won from seventh last year. It's a good omen. That's true. But doesn't matter. No one's going to win from seventh because no one's going to win the flag because there are no good teams, right, Dan? Nah, whoever's in uh, seventh place after round ten gets the flag <laughs> in Dan's world. What's well, well, this world? Dan. That sounds like. Why, why would you come up with Dan's world? <laughs> Dan's world party time. Excellent. Is it is it anything like Wally's world? No, Morgs, there's definitely no partying in Dan's world. It's all, it's all misery and grey. Sounds like North Korea. Who wants to go next? I'm going to have Goo to lighten up well, the occasion. But Goo for, like... Well, I was watching the Formula One last night. There was this kid who was sad and crying because Kimi Raikkonen crashed out. So they grabbed... Fucking stop. Oh. Okay, they, grabbed, they grabbed the kid... The kid went back with Kivy Riken and had some photos taken, got a free hat, free merch. Free probably hat, free hat. Probably drowned a couple of shots of vodka with Kimmy. He does enjoy a drink. So yeah, good on Ferrari and good on Kimmy Raikkonen. Judging right. by the sound of the background noise, you <laughs> might have just stolen Penal's thing. Yeah, I was 100% going to have that as my goo as well, but uh, good on for getting on getting in early in that case i will just repeat what i said in uh the intro and say have goo over ryan burton who is now the clear favorite for the rising star award hashtag joy for the next joel bowden of the competition go don't 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 you don't you knock joel bowden oh i'll knock him and then sonny he's a stat (laughs) merchant and now we're going to the next reincarnation making in this ryan burton jewel that is jewel that Unlike is Jewel Joel Australian Bowden, Joel Bowden is you. actually a good player. Jewel All Australian Joel Bowden. And how did he get this All Australian acknowledgement by beating his defenders? Or did he get cheapy sideways stats to boost his I'm numbers? I'm pretty certain he was named at centre half back. He played on Jonathan. He played man on man on Jonathan Brown at times. Because and he never the, beat him once. He did. He smashed him in one game. <laughs> How could he? How could he? Joel Bowden is a little. He smashed him. He absolutely. He position. smashed him in one game. If you can produce video footage of him <laughs> doing that, then I, I will. I don't I will, think they. Sh- I don't think they show it. full games of it anymore. But I'll see if I can dig up the match report. Well, you do that. Yeah. Gustus, he fr- you do that. <laughs> Just a barrel of laugh today, Dan. You just want to suck the joy out of life. I bet this you guy's trying to tell me that Joel Bowden was a great player and an All Australian superstar. He was a star. He was a fucking All Australian superstar. Well, he shouldn't have got one. Oh. That's just, that's just... 
That's 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 criticable <laughs> of Brownlow esque. I mean, oh, it's, no, it's no, not right. Now, now don't no 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 don't knock Pritis either for fuck's sake, Dan. To to be fair, all Australian doesn't mean much anymore. I mean, Big Boy McAvoy is going to get the nod this year. But can we go back to talking about Ryan Burton because this guy, I, he's, he could be the best kick of the football since Darren Jarman. That that's how oh, good he is. Oh, fuck please. off! Please, wank, please, wank, wank. Yeah, let's all join Dan with this one. Darren Jarman. He's a good footballer. Come on. Oh, is he? That's great. We, 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 we don't get a lot of... good footballers. We, we, don't get a, we don't get a lot of good youth that we get to goo about at Hawthorne. We tend to buy them in from other clubs, so it's good to... Well, what's wrong with Tyron Vickery? Why can't we goo about him? <laughs> Terry Wallace reckons he should be traded. Did anyone see that? Oh, yeah, I read about that. Who would want That's like how Sydney tried to trade Kurt Tippett last year. It's like, nobody's doing that. No, nobody's not going to watch your crap. <laughs> well, I reckon if there was mid-season trading and Melbourne were really desperate, they would... No way. Cameron, Pe- Coast, Cameron they Pedersen is miles ahead of Tyron Vickery. Mm-hmm. Miles ahead. And he's not even a ruckman. He's just a 190-centimetre utility player. He's mm-hmm. miles ahead of Vickery. He's not miles ahead of Ryan Burton, though. <laughs> Ryan Burton only looks good in comparison because he's playing alongside Josh Gibson. And he's getting a lot of cheapy out the back, sort of. <laughs> he's doing he's doing what Lyndon Dunn did at Melbourne. He used to he'd kick it to himself from full back and, and then get another stack and kick it outside 50. To be fair, that's 50% of kickouts these days. And you know who did it before Lyndon Dunn? Joel Bowden did it. And he <laughs> no, was he did He was great at it. Yes, he <laughs> no. was. He was brilliant. He's a great footballer, Dan. Was he? Yeah, he was. Defined great. Dual All Australian. <laughs> yeah, I, ca- I can't really go. I can't really defend. Yeah, okay. But still, he was a stat merchant. What? <laughs> like Simon Presser G. Como wasn't a stat merchant, but he was a really, really good defender. Yeah, and right? Bowden and Bowden turned into a pretty good defender by the time. Like he started no, as a halfback flanker, and then he started. Play- that's a myth. It's, it's not just, a. It's not it's a just, fucking myth. He, just he, because he played in the back line and his numbers were really, really good does not necessarily mean he, he was played, a great he, defender. He was given he was given defensive roles. He was given defensive roles on Jonathan Brown and I think by, defending, by defending the ball? Yes, by defending the ball. Like actually going by with kicking the go, ball back and forth to his teammates. Going that, with Brown on the lead and putting yeah, on a spoil. Yeah, that back, sort of defensive play. Partly it was for a lack of... No, 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 I don't want you to go forward. Kick it to me. That was like <laughs> one game where him and his brother did that. And you know what? We fucking won that game. Oh, one game. One game. <laughs> anyway. Morgs. No, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm just a lightning rod for shit today. First, Cookie steals my goo, and then Dan t- steals my airtime to fucking be negative <laughs> about Joel Bowden. I bet Dan's the sort of guy who would have taken that hat off that poor crying kid. <laughs> <laughs> Fun sponge. Oh, I, f- I, f- I felt like texting that social behaviour number when I was at the footy Sunday. Oh, you are a bug kill. <laughs> I am. Why? This kid, that, oh, this little kid, he didn't have a flag. but <laughs> I <was> a little <laughs> kid. No, 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 this, this kid, this kid, no, he didn't have a flag, but he was just crying and screaming the whole time. <laughs> he wouldn't shut up. <laughs> he can't you should have given him a hat. And a shot of vodka. There's this little kid in my bay that keeps fucking crying. Get rid of him. <laughs> Kick him it's out. An, well, if you're, if you're one of the parents, you pick up the kid and you, you sit somewhere else or you take him outside. Or, was the kid there with his mother? Okay, yeah. And you, Kick well, the you mother out on Mother's people. Day. That's Dan, all right. Put, 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 put something in his mouth or something. I don't care. Just shut him up. I'm trying to watch the footy. And all I'm hearing is... It, it needed old mate Rolf there to put something in its mouth. Oh, jeez. Oh. Even even the buzz 
Yo said, oh, <laughs> even I wouldn't have gone there with that. No, because it, it might have been fun and you wouldn't want that. <laughs> what's, what's fun about Rolf Harris and putting things in kids' mouths? Oh, it's fun for Rolf. It's fun you for him. You are sick. <laughs> That's a great job. Oh. <laughs> Tie me kid down, sport. <laughs> <laughs> Morgs, Morgs, you go, you go. I've got goo for the birth of baby Pendlebury. It um must have happened Saturday afternoon because he wasn't fucking at the game. <laughs> Pendlebury have a very unaccountable performance. We might have fucking won if the captain turned up. Dan, he didn't play. Did but did you see him troll after half time? Yes. Ran up the ranks. Oh, what a pisser! Went to the toilet. That was funny. Everyone thought I everyone thought, thought he was leaving, and it was just like like, oh, here he goes. This is it. It's happening. Even you thought it was happening, stubborn. I did. I re- I thought I thought it was happening. I was like, surely not. Like once once this first siren goes and he's out there, you got to stick it out. You know, you can't. You, that's a captaincy sacking offence if he left during that game. Let's just hope that he's more accountable as a parent than he is as a footballer, or else he might go to the football and just let his kid cry all the time and disturb the people around him. No, who, who would want that? Rolf. <laughs> who would want that? Let's move on to the recaps, and we'll, we'll I guess we'll stay on Collingwood GWS then. Um, no, no, let's talk about Richmond first. Well, we were going to talk about that first, but we're transitioning from your Pendlebury goo. So Collingwood GWS first, the first of the robberies. I guess, of the weekend. Right in front of me. <laughs> Steve. Right in front of me. Joy, you took, you, took the, you took the tension off Stevie J and he's, and he's placed on the side for at least another month. He did nothing in that game and then 20, 10 seconds of brilliance. Yes, look, that's another person. See, Morgs and I actually discussed this before we came on, that for all the wankery about how good he was and 24 disposals, really, that was just about the only good thing he did. He kicked one goal before yep. that, but it was an easy goal. But... Absolutely. What's with all the goo over Stevie J's 24 Rockliffe-esque disposals? Because he's Stevie J. Yeah, and because he kicked the goal at the end. That was what he did. That was his contribution. Let's not pretend it was anything better than that. Before that goal, he was looking cooked. He was Mm. burnt toast. Like, he just bought him effectively an extra month by that one goal. I'm a Stevie J fan, but... I'd given up before that goal. Like when they said, oh, there's room for, you know, it's Stevie J time with 10 minutes to go. I think we're going to get something from Stevie J. I literally snorted and I went, no, those days are over. And I guess he's, he had one last hurrah in him. But yeah, he's got about as much life in him, his career now as, you know, Dan on here. <laughs> what else do we want to talk about out of that game though, apart from Stevie J? Nothing. Nothing at all. Pendlebury. Pendlebury. Oh. When is he going to stand up? Like, I know that he had a good game a couple of weeks ago or some shit. Some people tell me that. I don't really remember. But, oh, fuck. He has been woeful this year. Woeful. I'll tell you, someone who did have someone who did have a good game was uh, Braden Maynard. He was almost the match-winning hero with two last-quarter goals, which would have been interesting. I don't know if you've watched the replay 7,000 times like I have, but you'll casually see Braden fucking Maynard trolling in behind Stevie J, letting him be goal side when there's 20 seconds to go. Mm. The 20 seconds thing seems to be a theme last weekend. Yeah, it does. Oh, well, it was a minute, whatever. It, it doesn't matter how long it was. It was just fucking deplorable. Why you would have Stevie J and not be goal side of him is just, oh, boggles mind. I've never played a game of football before and I wouldn't do it. Fucking no. stupid. It's not like he's hard to catch. 
No. He's 400 years old. But he still managed, he still managed to burn him off somehow oh, as well. Because like, he had done fuck all all game. Well, he may be getting slow, but I think his footy smarts are still... Oh, his footy smarts put him in a great great position, but even then... Oh, yeah. ask Wayne Carey, you don't lose footy smarts. <laughs> you don't lose smarts and you don't lose skill, mate. That's what he told Dale Thomas on Saturday night at the Emerson. You'll never lose it, mate. You've still got it. No, you don't, Dale. <laughs> end, end melt. What else have we got in that game? Like, do you want to at least mention what we were discussing before about the repeat inside 50s? Yeah. Oh, no, this is like <laughs> drawing blood. Why are you doing this to me? It hurts. Well, you could always be a defeatist flog and it wouldn't. No, I will not be a defeatist flog. It was just inevitable. Like, it felt, you could feel it coming. We gave them opportunity after opportunity and repeat inside 50s, and you just know that a team with that many players with that level of ability are going to punish you eventually. And we just couldn't hold on long enough. And we probably could have if Jared Blair didn't slide into somebody's legs. I don't know what he was doing. Did you get swallowed up by the orange tsunami? Yeah, I think so. And that goal umpire who thought it was a goal when it missed by a metre and a half, bitch gets her eyes tested. Are you sure that was the goal umpire that was going to call it a goal? I thought it was the, the goal, no, it was a goal umpire. umpire. The field umpire came no, in and said, no, it went the wrong side. Review that. Oh. Like, it would have been reviewed on, on the way back to the middle, but like, it should never have got that far. We should have been able to If it hits the post and it goes the right side, but just sprays the post, you know, that happens. But, Jesus, you should have been able to see that. You fucking but incompetent. It missed. it missed and it clearly missed. Yeah. She obviously yeah. didn't see it, but she had no idea because when she called it a point, she actually touched the post and said it was that it, no, she said it was touched. And it wasn't touched. She's like, no, it just missed. Like, bitch, get with it. Yeah, she was like, I'm not sure if it was uh, to do a score review. I think it's a goal, but I'm not sure if it was touched. One last thing before we move on. Penal made a comment and has made a comment last week about Big Boy McAvoy and the All-Australian Ruckman. Who is the All-Australian Ruckman, Morgs? Uh, Brody Grundy. Absolutely. He was the reason Collingwood were he all over. absolutely mammoth. And when he went out of the game, Collingwood struggled, like when he started to yeah. fade a little bit. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying he only plays like half a good game and drifts in and out of games? No, okay. I, think he was, I think he was fairly spent by the last quarter because they didn't have a backup ruckman and their fourth line wasn't functional. Yeah, so they had to put more in the ruck. Yeah. Who didn't actually do a bad he job. He actually was doing better than Grundy at that stage, like by the how Grundy was playing in the last quarter. But he was absolutely huge in the first quarter. I've said it before on here. Here that I believe Shane Mumford to be terribly overrated based on he's the just, fact that he's he just occasionally blacks blokes. He's not that good uh, a Ruckman. I think people are finally cluing onto that in the media. I don't, and I don't know what the big deal is with him. Grundy's owned him the last three times they've played. He's a very average footballer that gets overrated on the fact that he occasionally built someone and he lays a big tackle. So you're saying he's just like Luke Hodge? <laughs> no, he's not just like Luke Hodge. Yeah, you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no. Shane Mumford's stocks are inflated based on the fact that he throws his weight around as a ruckman and everyone's oh. like, oh, good, that's exactly what he should be doing. That's exactly what happens with Luke Hodge. He throws his weight around no. back when really he's no. he's not even Joel Bowden level. When, whenever <laughs> Luke Hodge whacks someone, hey. everyone says, <laughs> oh, Joel Bowden's name and Luke Hodge's name in the same sentence. I know, it's disrespectful to Bowden. He never got done drink driving. He didn't try and kill anyone on field. Oh, one's a Norm Smith medalist and a, and a premiership winning player and the other's a 
that merchant. Yeah, and one's one's a thuggy, not very good bloke. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, who, who's overrated because he throws his weight around that, and snipes I'm not people. Disputing that aspect of Luke Hodge, but one's clearly. I'm not even going to get into this with you. <laughs> you know, Joel Bowden is a stat merchant and nothing <laughs> more. Speaking of Joel Bowden, Richmond Freo. <laughs> Paddle sigh a hundred times you over. Know, yeah, if, 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 you know if only Richmond had Joel Bowden for this game, right? Yes, if Joel Bowden was playing, that wouldn't have happened. Because <laughs> you were really good back then. Or, you know, if we had more than one extra behind the ball, or, you know, we turned up before three-quarter time. You know, all those no, all if, those things. If you lose in the last 21 seconds, it's it's on the players. The coach has done all he can at that point. Oh, really? To extract the so, maximum exactly, amount of yes. his players. And it's well, on, the, you know, on the players to get the on-field leadership of- right to, yeah, to be able to get the right number of players this loss the ball. is 100% on your captain and its senior players this has nothing to do with the coach it has plenty to do nah. with the coach no nah. because we never should have been in that position no in the 21 seconds that you lost the Fremantle coach spent him in a elevator because he knew yeah. there was nothing he could do there yeah so your why 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 aren't it why weren't our players coached into 20 seconds you scenario? can't coach shit into a team when there's 20 seconds to go no no but why why are they not ready for that scenario where was the coaching you can't in there? coach footballing instinct brian lake was on afl 360 earlier in the season and he said alistair clarkson regularly at hawthorne training at the end of basically one session a week would put a clock up that have a scoreboard with two minutes to go he'd give him a scenario Go ahead and work it out. You know what? Yeah, the way the way Richmond play, there's clearly that shit's not practice because it happens. Leadership from Luke Hodge uh, <laughs> to be able to enact that plan in a game situation. Something you wouldn't get from Joel Bowden, that's for sure. Richmond get it wrong so many times that it is clearly not trained because there's no way you would only have one spare behind the ball and Rioli sitting on the wing on his own at the centre bounce. That's a structural thing. But that being said, we did not deserve to win. We were rat shit for three quarters. And as I said, everything is fucked. And finally, well, I'm being proven right. No, was, no, I said it would take uh, I said it would take care of itself. Hard, and all of a Hardwick, Hardwick is the man. He's no, he's not. He's a great coach. He's a terrible yeah, coach. He no, he's a great coach. He's got your team. He's a terrible coach. He's picking, he, he picks spuds like Batchelor and Castagna. Like, seriously, Jake Batchelor, number seven in Mofra's bottom 50 last year, is getting the game. He's given Toby Nankervis a game, and he's going to be the All-Australian Ruffin this year. No, he's, no, he's not. not. <laughs> and <laughs> Nankervis is doing all right, but he, he wasn't his recruitment, was he? He's still your recruiting department takes care of your recruiting. Otherwise, I'd be blaming Hardwick for Prestia. He's no big boy McAvoy. <laughs> Where was Prestia anyway? Injured. Well, injury's the story. He's been shit, really. And, of course, Anthony Miles got dropped when you need a clearance mid. You drop. You go and drop your third best clearance player. Your seventh best player? Our seventh best player was probably one of our best three on the weekend. He was one of the few who was pretty good outside of the last quarter. Oh, what was it? Fucking George Costanza guy. He had an absolute shocker. You know, he, he's crap. He's dead set crap. He should have been dropped weeks ago and Sam Lloyd should have played instead. I don't know what he's there for. Wasn't he like God's gift to football weeks ago? No, he was like he was like the Ringo star of our forward line. Okay? Like the others were all doing really good things and he was sort of being carried. And that's actually disrespectful to Ringo because he at least sang all the silly songs that Paul and John didn't want to sing. Hey, do not knock Ringo Starr. <laughs> that man rated Thomas the Tank Engine, which is a show that I loved when I was a little boy. So don't you knock Ringo Starr. You liked things once upon a time. <laughs> yes, I did. Dan, you'd be really pissed off. I went and bought Thomas the Tank Engines this week and there's like all these new ones, like there's a Christina and a Rosie and all these like girl ones. Well, not the I'm original. I'm, I'm against female t- um, trains in the, in no, the Thomas the Tank Engine. No, there's like hey. buttons. Is there a Thomas the Tank Engine replacement bus, Morgs? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's called the Dan. The bus is called... 
It's like a sad, depressing bus that everyone hates in the show. Oh, here so- comes the Dan bus. It, it picks up the guy eating the smelly Chinese it food. It smells like stinky food. <laughs> no, it is. That's, that, that actually is shit. If you're, if you're on a bus it's <laughs> and you're sitting next to someone with stinky food... It's, and there's it's, babies it's, crying it's and... Well, that was at the footy. I mean, you've got a screaming little infant that's screaming shit in your ear, and you're so trying what, to watch so the footy. What, so why why is it worse at the football than on a bus? Well, hang on. I think I, fa- I, fa- I think I found Dan's trifecta. It's like the train lines are uh, in maintenance or something, and then he has to take the bus to the footy, and then someone's got stinky Chinese food or something, and then there's a baby crying. And yeah, I'll say Joel. I think, I, I think that stinky food. that all combined one day, and ever since that day, he's been like this. And someone's watching the <laughs> AFL live app on their phone and all the teams are average or shit there's the um quaddy oh, i like how you, you you've all stockpiled all the things that i've said and it's it's it's, it's just we have a good track record of this oh track record yes of course track record even though i didn't even say track record anyway. <laughs> you're making a drink of strawberry big M. and you're going to watch adelaide play at the dome where they're going to win because they've got a good track record back to richmond no castagna's been crap for a while like he plays like a millionaire yet he has the talent of a maynard <laughs> yeah which historical richmond player would you compare him to on a scale of one to joel bowden he's a slightly more talented steve morris was where Gosh. i was going with that he's steve morris if steve morris had passable afl skills is steve morris still on your list yeah he got a game two weeks ago because genius coach hardwick picked him against the crows and didn't even play him on bets like everyone assumed he was going to anything else on richmond freo come on dan's just derailing this episode like a um like a boss yeah like track work yeah you can't derail a bus a bus is on the road, a train's on oh, the Oh, no, they have those buses in Adelaide of all places that run on the bloody <laughs> rail. Call that a tram, you moron. No, they have buses that <laughs> no, run on a they rail. Have, they have electric ra- uh, buses that are on elevators. How do you have a bus on a rail? Then it's a train, then. It's not a bus. No, but no, it's a bus. They... It's got wheels, like tyres and shit. Yeah, it's a bus with elevated uh, oh, power lines. I can't give a shit about what's, what, how they go about in Adelaide. Who cares? <laughs> uh, I've seen them in, uh, in Vienna. They have them. Oh, who cares? Vienna, <laughs> Italy, Japan. I don't give a shit. Shit, fuck We've added a few um, countries Richmond to Dan's is, list of places. Rich, that Rich, know. <laughs> Richmond is shit. They're, they're part of the... I don't know where they sit in the uh, average to shit ratio that I was going on about earlier, but Damien Hardwick is still a great coach, and he's going to be at Richmond for the next 10 years. He'll be the next sheedy of coaching who will stay at one club forever, and yeah. So Damien Hardwick's the only thing in the world you like, then? <laughs> oh, that's depressing. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, depressing. It's just, it's, it's, it, it was it was a it was a question, Dan, because you don't seem to like anything else. You don't like it when North wins. Am I just a general narc in life? I hate everything. Yeah, you, yeah. You've become our curmudgeon. Do you like Wentworth, Dan? I like Wentworth. Oh, how good was Wentworth last week? Oh, <laughs> imagine if you didn't have a tongue, Dan. Oh God. Is, is, is it wrong about for anything? me to be rooting for the freak just to destroy everything in that show? Well, it's much better when she's up and about. Yeah, it is. I'm happy to talk about Wentworth and surviving. Dan likes guys. Yeah, let's move on. Eagles held on against the bathwater, the brave bathwater. If you caught this game, how brave were the dogs? Uh, West Coast held on despite kicking only one goal in the second half. Did they get brave again, the dogs? Oh, they were so brave. You know, and oh. they can do anything. Did anyone catch Basil Zemplis's commentary of this game? No. Oh, with, I'll say uh, what happened. Well, with what ten, second, ten seconds to go, and the ball in West Coast's forward line. 
and the margin's seven points. There's still a chance. Basil was still talking up the doggy's chances. Oh, you fucking clown. Like, this guy is literally AIDS in human form. That's probably harsh on AIDS. Yeah, that's true. He's Dan. Hey! <laughs> He sucks all the life out of, <laughs> sucks all the fun out of it all. Don't associate me with Basil's mental, okay? That's, that's just, a step that's too far. Way too, way too far. <laughs> Aren't we all unison on our dislike for this piece of shit from WA? Yes, I think, I think, I think literally every football fan is like, well, I think we've asked this before. Does anybody like Basil? Does his wife no, even like him? God. Does she root he, Sam Gilbert he, instead? He, even in, even in WA, I don't think anyone actually likes him. His mum probably doesn't even like him. Like Basil walks off with flowers from Mother's Day. Basil's mom tells him to fuck off. Anything else out of this game? Caleb Daniel played well. Did he? Apparently. I didn't even watch yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I think he had a good game. Whatever. Boyd was shit house again. Redpath probably gonna boot him from the team after kicking coming back. I don't back know how Redpath gets a game to be honest. Ever he, since they took out that third. But he's man better up. than Boyd. He's better than Boyd. He kicked three. He kicked three goals in his first game back in AFL oh. football since the knee recode. What's Redpath ever done in a grand final? Ah, oh, injury troll. Yeah, he was. He did his fucking knee. Yeah, yeah, and eventually Boyd's gonna have to. You know what? He'll be able to talk about that forever. But the further we get from there, the less we can keep going back to Boyd's one good game of his career. He's gonna get dropped eventually if he keeps this up. Look, if Tom Boyd's career is defined by one grand final game, as good as that grand final was, he will not quite be a recruitment bust. But he's a million I mean, dollar Mitch Morton. Yeah, yeah. Anything else on the Dogs West Coast? No, I want them. Uh, yeah, just where, where do these teams? Team. Yeah, I was going to say where yeah, do these average. two teams? Uh, uh, average, yeah, average, average teams. Speaking of average teams, Geelong. Oh. Bruce free footy. Yep, and you know what? What, what wasn't even the most Bruce free player they had? Oh, there were a few of them. played. <laughs> he did too. <laughs> more tackles than Selwood and Danger combined. Vic Clavs is a waste of space. So I thought you were going to say semen. What was the stat you found, Cooksey? They had the largest tackle discrepancy ever recorded by champion data. 15 tackles to half time. Yeah, like even late in the third quarter, they only had like 20 to yeah. their name. It's, it's like it's, that's got to be an all time low. That's literally pathetic. Like 15 tackles, like the record's more than 15 in a game for a single player. Like that's how bad they were going. For a team, they probably wouldn't have been too far ahead again of Libertore or Viney or whoever holds that record in their record breaking game at half time. That's just fair income abysmal. And the amazing thing is they only lost by three goals. Well, they were playing yesterday. Yeah, I know. Like, does that make them both shit, Dan? Or are either of them average? Uh, Geelong, I would put in the average category. Essendon are just shit. (laughs) But Essendon won. Well, sometimes shitness can can overcome. Yes, any given Sunday, as Morgan would say. (laughs) As Morgan would say. (laughs) It's your phrase now, Morgan. (laughs) Get fucked. But seriously, I think Geelong are the most pathetic two-man team there's ever, ever been. They are fucked. Gunk. Gunk. I hate them. Who was their best player on the weekend? Menegola. Menegola. It's just like, apart from Menegola, basically... Well, Hawkins did kick four, though. Duncan was all right, but... But, yeah, like, for most for the most part, all these players who look so good when Geelong are winning because Dangerfield and Selwood are doing as they please, all these players look shit as soon as Dangerwood can't get going. Like, they get exposed so badly. They're flat trackers. So you telling me that Andrew Mackey is not a shit player? He's a shit player? I'm shocked. Well, he's all, we've always said that because he's soft as butter, but, yeah. Even that cunt got all Australian. He did. 
but back then Cam Mooney got an All Australian too. All they had to do was play for Geelong to yeah, get an All Australian. They had like yeah. nine in one year, didn't they? Something like that in two thousand seven. Yeah. Well, the year the the most they ever had in a year. I think the most anyone's ever had in a year was two thousand eight, and of okay. course they uh, turned up on the big day and lost. That was the year they had nine or ten. Of course, a lot of Ford supporter notes. Yeah. Any excuse to talk about two thousand eight, eh? <laughs> Always good to remind Geelong supporters of uh, the most recent grand final encounter between the two teams. Anything else out of that game? Do we want to talk about how it was the country game? Country game. Played at the MCG. Not in the country. No. Or was it called the country game? Because it was played in Australia, the country, as opposed to the China game. Is that what it meant? I thought I thought it meant we got to uh, to watch Tom Hawkins like milk a cow or something. <laughs> Eat a cow. Oh, no, I think it was Tom Hawkins be milked like a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be utterly ridiculous, Peter. Uh, <laughs> I know that's all right. That pun moved me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Have you got beef with me, Peter? Oh, 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 oh. Well, I think we've laughing. milked this joke for all it's worth. Goddard's going bald. That's always funny. What's that got to do with cows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't much at stake in this game, really. Ah, uh, this has been a really good recording so far. Absolutely. But no, Geelong, they went close, but really they just didn't have the cattle. <laughs> oh, well, you're oh, a natural oh. barn comedian. <laughs> this is really awful. This is so amusing. <laughs> I just can't hide it. No? Okay. Cow hide. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Of course, Dan comes in with the buzzkill again. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just hoof it out of here, Dan. It's oh. Oh, a horse joke. You probably say nay to that. Well, they didn't really go hell for leather in this game. <laughs> oh, oh. Let's just do the next hour of, of cow and horse. Yeah. I'll, I'll be happy as a pig in shit to do that, Dan. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Old McDanzy had a farm. And he fucking hated it at the end. (laughs) There was one good thing out of this game. It was the James Kelly chairing off at the end. Oh, I thought that was really nice. Good gesture. Yeah. I thought that was really nice to see. On both parts, just, you know, one side each, go ahead and do it. It's about him. The result obviously matters, but if you're going to, you know, you go there, you give the guard of honour. Obviously, both teams win or lose, and that was a nice touch. I love Great A, prime respect. <laughs> I thought it was really nice. I like those little touches where it just seems sincere and, like, it just, like, a genuine thing. It wasn't orchestrated. It wasn't plastic. It wasn't anything but something just for James Kelly. I thought it was really nice. Yeah. Good by yeah. both of um, them. The three, the 300 one, I, I get completely, but do you think he'll get chaired off in his last game? Yeah. Do you think he's he's been the sort of player that warrants? <laughs> I'm on the fence. I, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm I'm not entirely sure that. Dan, see, the, there's there's a whole buzzkill we forgot completely about that Dan doesn't <laughs> like players getting chaired off or guards of honours or anything. Hey, look, the the Reece Shaw one shits me. The oh, who else? Who you know, else Joel Bowden got one. Oh, you. No, he didn't. He did not. He did. He did. He did not. He did. No, he did. Okay, when, well, when Ryan Burton eventually him. retires in 15 you have, years, no, shut up, you have to find footage of him spoiling <laughs> Jonathan and, and him getting chaired off. I didn't say he got chaired off. I said he got a guard of honour. That's even worse. You have to find that footage. I think that it's 
the reason that James Kelly probably left was so that he would get, like, his supporters would be there to acknowledge his 300th. Because if he was still playing at Geelong, we know how they treat their... Uh, hang on, this isn't this this isn't his last game completely though, is it? Uh, no, it's not. No, he's not it's... retiring now, is he? No, but oh, it's no. his three hundred. Fucking no, okay, because the season doesn't deal. end in round eight. Fuck we. <laughs> or oh, ten. Yeah, round you'd like it to. Some players retire during the season. It's not unprecedented. Well, James Kelly's not joining the CFA, so he doesn't need to. <laughs> and then quitting anyway because he wants to join he, Channel Nine's Sunday Footy Show. He's no Kane Corns. Let's move on. The Demons had an unprecedented win over the average Adelaide Crows who aren't going to play finals, oh, according to Dan, hell, so it's not how, a real win. How, how did this happen? Well, I don't know. It didn't look like it in the second quarter when the Crows got about 26 points up, I think it was. Well, if anyone knows how it happened, it should be you, Dan. I thought all teams were just average. Yeah, but it doesn't ex- it, that doesn't mean upsets still don't happen. I mean, it's, it's, this is just... 14 of the last 17 goals they kicked. Yeah, shit. That's... Without a ruckman, well, yeah, they, they had they had the pedo bear rucking for them. It was Wrong. like goals to two or something at that, some point, and you thought, oh, geez, this going exactly the way the Richmond game did, but fucking somehow Melbourne pulled it out. Yeah, it was just. Did we sort of call this last week though that Mel this could be a Melbourne win? This sort of no. thing. We, we well, didn't. we called we called their disappointment against uh, against the Hawks. So yeah. no, and then nobody said it last said, week. Well, we reckon they no, could bounce. I'm pretty sure your words were, this is exactly the game that Melbourne win, and then they did. Mm, just teasing, but you know what? It's a pretty good way to tease. Clayton Oliver, completely unprecedented. He is so unprecedented. Yep, that kick-to-handball ratio, never never seen something that uh, crazy in my life. Mm. Rockliffe-esque. Oh, don't bag Clayton Oliver, mate. Or oh, actually, no, we no, we no. Sorry, that's a compliment. To be a compliment, because Cookie loves Rockliffe. Why is Cookie picking on his own players? Nothing, nothing else on that game. Ever since we talked up Rory Sloan, he's played like shit. We've put the mockers yeah, on him. Yeah, you guys went all goo two weeks ago, and the well, Tigers well, have been shitting the on him for the, the last the, two weeks. The, the key to beating the Crows. The Brownlow's still coming, is it? Yes, it is. The Crows are very Geelong-esque in he's that way. He's been getting if donuts you... in. Brownlow votes for the last two weeks. If you take out their superstar, Rory Sloan, if you can keep him quiet, the dominoes fall. Yeah, poor midfield depth. Yeah. Uh, shut down their main man. And hey, you guys are going on about Sloan being this best midfielder in the competition and the taggers have just shitted on him for the last two weeks. What's, well, yeah, what's going on? Tagging has worked over the years, but teams abandon it for fuck knows what so reason. So he's not the best player in the yeah. competition. Well, you can tag just about anyone and keep him quiet. Yeah, plenty of players have struggled with a tag over the years. I mean, yeah. Ling and Crowley got Mitchell a couple of times and Ab- even Ablett's been Yeah, Crowley, Crowley to Ablett. Like, no one could tag Ablett but Crowley, mm-hmm. but for some reason he always got him. Crowley's influence was mainly inflated due to Fremantle being a really defensive, hard-nosed team. I mean, he well, wasn't that good of a tagger. Oh, well, he kept Ablett's numbers Would, would down. you say he was average? <laughs> yes, Penal, I would say he was average. Dan, has there ever been a good footballer? <laughs> Says you who complains and shits on everyone. Oh. I don't think so. Oh, Hickleberry? So, one. Uh, well, who else? Maynard. Um, Maynard. Maynard. Jesse White. Uh, I never shit Jesse White. Wrong, Jesse wrong, Jesse. wrong. I named my cat Jesse White. And you kicked the cat. I would not kick the cat. <laughs> you kicked my dog. Why don't you kick the dog and tell him fuck off? Jesse's here, he's listening. And he's being okay. Hasn't hung up on anyone yet? No, that was very funny when he hung up on you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Let's move on from that game. We've talked enough about Melbourne and the Crows to the historic China game. It was very historic. The crowd was, the stands were historically empty. There was even an historic castle and an historic soccer guy from I, 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 off. 
really liked that castle. I thought it was a good site. We need more of that at uh, stadiums in Australia, I reckon. Mm. Perth Stadium should have been built with an inbuilt castle. And a moat. And a moat. They can't build a moat. They can't build a fucking bridge. <laughs> yeah, so you're not going to get any Ashes test matches at the new Perth Stadium because they couldn't get the bridge right, the footbridge right in time. Yeah, so imagine if they had to build a fucking moat. There'd never be a fucking test match played there. Well, no, you'd have to wait until the 2020 season, but I think it would be worth it. I mean, how fucking cool are moats? Moats are would pretty there, cool. Would there be crocodiles in the moat? Oh, there, there could be. Well, there's only more funny. Likely, it's more likely bad. Great White Sharks, though. Oh, well, that'd be that'd be really cool. Now it's interesting with laser beams. Mm. And then, and then if you're in the stands with a crying baby, you can just pick it up and throw it in the moat, right there. <laughs> hey, that's yeah, your words, not mine. I didn't want to pick up the baby and throw it. Jesus, you, you, you want just wanted to get it savage. kicked out of the ground. You're a savage. Yeah, yeah but the, the only reason you didn't want to is because you knew that there were no sharks around to take care of it. <laughs> of course, yeah, there were no sharks inside Eddie Had Stadium. You fucking <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Anyways, do they charge people to attend this game in in China? Only the port supporters who flew over. Oh yeah, the small. I heard something about like five thousand port supporters went over to see this game. I hope we didn't let them back. What's wrong with them? They're port supporters. That's a good start. Why would you say that about the smaller warrior? Is that the survivor guy? Yeah, he was there. Well, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. I don't. I don't. I don't reckon he paid for it himself, though. Right. Well, there you go. He was. He was well, on the gravy train, wasn't he? Because he's a minor he? celebrity. But he's a Port Adelaide ambassador. Is he the number one ticket holder because he was on Australian Survivor? <laughs> um, I don't think so. But he's an ambassador. Oh, he's an ambassador. Oh. He he um he speaks to corporates and shows them around and things like that. Doesn't he? I was on Survivor <laughs> once. I changed the game. Hold on. <laughs> no, he swears Port Adelaide merchandise every day. So. Well, we'll get on Survivor. Free advertising for the power, so they give him free trips to China. Can we go on to the crab, which was disappointing, but Gillen had a reasonable excuse. Oh, apparently there's only a billion people in China. I mean, come on. No, Gil just said they were out the back having a drink, except he forgot that last week he said there wouldn't be alcohol served at the game. So unless they were going out the back for a nice sip of green tea, he's a fucking liar. You couldn't get, you couldn't get a drink no, there was the liar of the year, Gillen. You're up there with paddles, but you're not going to beat him because he's a fucking filthy, dirty liar. <laughs> and Cookie, Cookie's a liar too. He's on the list. I remember. You couldn't get a drink at the the game in in China. No, it was no, only tea and water. Why? You couldn't even. You couldn't. Charlie Dixon Chinese. couldn't have his pre-match red. No, no, no sake or anything like that. What, what? That's Japanese. You fucking. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's. <laughs> Dan doesn't give a shit about Japan, didn't you hear him before? He doesn't give a shit about any other country or city. Yeah, because I hate everything. I don't don't care about Venice in Italy. (laughs) I've even forgotten what that was in in reference to. Electrified Um, buses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Thomas Tank Engine thing. So no one attended this game, even though there's a billion people in that country. Mm. They weren't serving alcohol, and they bitched about the number four. But they still wore it. They still wore it. Did they get booed? Did they boo him? No. There were no pies. There was no fan engagement. It was very sterile. Was it? Yeah. No. They didn't manage to have it. never tear us apart, though. They had the, just uh, had uh, a bit of plasticness. What, they actually had that there? They, uh, they was did. Was it in I Chinese, Mandarin? No, in English. Oh. And, and, yeah, when they were meant to play the Australian national anthem, they played the port theme song by mistake. So the Chinese think that the fucking Australian national anthem is, we've got the power. What do we? 
So if we have if there if there's ever the Olympics in China in the near future, <laughs> what you mean? Gonna... You mean like eight years ago, nine years ago? Eight years ago. <laughs> no, well, I mean, in the next the next time they have it over there, and an Australian wins a gold medal, they're just going to play the Port Adelaide theme song. <laughs> it's history in the making, mate. <laughs> it's more than a sport. It's a joke. Oh no no, that's such a terrible song. We know stop. Stop. So did Koshi deem this a, a raging success? Or uh, everybody not? deemed it a raging success, apparently, even though the crowd was disappointing and the Suns didn't give yeah, a shit. Didn't fudge the numbers. Oh. Oh. NRL-esque. We are not the NRL. Stop fudging the numbers. So which poor other club is going to have to... No one's going to go. No one's going to fucking go. The Gold Coast Kangaroos will do it next year. <laughs> Fuck off. No one's going to do it. Gold Coast are out. They don't give a shit. Is this a one and done, is it? Well, Port have to find an opponent, and apparently they're going to offer a million dollars to a Victoria club, but I still don't think that's going to be enough to get anyone except maybe St Kilda. North will take it. No, no, you take you take a million from Tassie. Yeah, and we'll take a million more. Trust me, club <laughs> needs money. <laughs> you fucking whores. I think the yeah the St Kilda the St Kilda thing depends on whether or not they can do anything with New Zealand or not. If they can't get it out of the ground, then they'll go to China. I think New Zealand's two years off, so St Kilda might take the money for one year and then go to New Zealand. But I just can't see it happening. Like, who wants to deal with Koshi? Oh, did you, did you see fucking? They had the seating al- arranged at the pre-match event, and it had um, the the names on the on the table uh, were laid out: Gillen next to Koshi, next to Tony Cochrane. And then they sat down. It was so awkward. And then eventually, fucking Gillen had to do the awkward slop with Koshi, so they wouldn't be next to each other. <laughs> Fucking no, yeah. no one can stand Koshi. He's not respected by anyone in the business, so it might be hard for him to get a deal done. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, everyone in the AFL is going to know what the real numbers were for all the PR bullshit. That's why the price is a million dollars, not five hundred thousand or whatever. What really. What was the capacity of the of the stadium that they were playing in? Twenty five five k. And how many attended? Ten thousand one hundred and eighteen. That's poor. That's uh-huh. really, really poor. Minus a thousand. Country has a billion people in it. What's, what's, what's to give? With all the free tickets and the number fudging and all that shit, they couldn't even draw 12,000. Yep. China has spoken. We don't give a shit. Fuck mm. off back home. Yes, exactly. So surely this could be seen coming a mile away. Oh, we, we've been like, predicting it for the Chinese nine months. The Chinese are a race of people that is very set in their ways. They don't adopt new things into their culture only if it wins them gold medals at the olympics basically they they're not interested in this they don't understand it and they have no interest Mm. so we just need to wait for a we need to try this again when afl is an olympic sport pretty much or we just not try it again yeah well that that would be better just stop koshi just stop how about you just stop stop trying to you have you have this game in north korea and Kim Il-sung, or Uno, whatever his name is, will force the people to attend and fill the stadium. <laughs> no, because he'd say that he played and kicked, like, a thousand goals. Yeah, but that, yeah, that, that, that's will. okay. He can tell them whatever he wants because the real news will be back here. Like, And you know what? Koshi will probably get on that. Koshi will be like, it was a great contest between Koshi and Kim Jong-un <laughs> where um, it was Djakovic Carey-esque, but Kim Jong-un still managed <laughs> to kick 12 goals on Koshi. But, hey, maybe maybe they'll keep Port Adelaide and Koshi there. Like, he, he'll do something to piss him off and they won't let him out, make him a political prisoner. And, you know, no one's going to a negotiating table over Koshi. <laughs> well, the cash cow might. <laughs> There's no way they'd let the cash cow into North Korea. Oh, we could have made cash cow jokes. Oh, yeah, I was, I was trying to think of one. I was trying to think of a cash cow joke. Next. 
stop trying to think yep. of cash cow jokes. All right, Carlton St Kilda, which was best known for the sledging debacle. Yeah, what was that all about? I, I, I wish fucking Mark Murphy had kicked Carlisle in the head. I really do. Thanks, Teach. Like, Carlisle is a really unlikable person. He's one of my least favourite drug cheats, to be honest. Well, and the funny thing is, apparently, a lot of the sledging took place because Carlton or Murphy called him a drug cheat. Well, he is a fucking drug cheat. Carlisle got one back. He had some good ammo for a turn. He had some good. He had some good ammo. What what ammo was that? Sam Gilbert fucked your missus. Sam fucking Gilbert. Nick Curios. God, grow up. So there's there's no truth to the rumor. He was just talking shit. Fucked your missus. Sorry. Yeah, of course there's no, of course there's no truth, of course there's no truth to the rumours because Sam Gilbert only fucks schoolgirls. Well, if there's no truth to it, then why did he respond so strongly about it? Because Murphy went after Sam, uh, was it Carlisle, when Carlisle got kittened of balls. I thought the sledging came before that, and that's why he got stuck into Carlisle. I'm saying, why has Mark Murphy responded publicly about it if there's no truth to it at all? Because some some things should should be off limits regardless of whether it's com- if it's complete bullshit then you just ignore it. No, re- regardless of whether it's true or not, it's not really somewhere you should go. Because then people start thinking smoke and fire. But I've I've heard from very 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 many sources over the last couple of days that Sam Gilbert's not the only person that fucked Mark Murphy's mists. Yeah, there's a few St Kilda players who did it, plus a random Richmond potato. A random Richmond, still and, at Richmond. And, and, Stevie Morris, high five. <laughs> well, if it, it's a random Richmond potato, so we know it's not Joel Bowden. Maybe it is and, Joel. <laughs> And possibly the greatest, well, the the greatest North Melbourne player of all times up there as well. So is that actually true? Ben Brown? Well, I've heard that from at least six different people in the last two days. I don't think so. But... That sounds like almost one of those rumours that, like, I can believe the other ones. I just don't believe Kerry. That sounds like one of those ones that has been said so often that Chinese whispers has taken it around Kerry, as purple monkey dishwasher Kerry's now. Had, Kerry's had some good sorts. I wouldn't I wouldn't discard that entirely. Kerry's had some good sorts, but, like, that was quite some time ago. Listen, the only thing Kerry hasn't fucked is David King's brain, all right? That's already fucked enough. But still, it's just... What's, what's David King got to do with it? No one's fucking David King. <laughs> Because he's a dumbass, but that's a whole different other story. But yeah, yeah Murphy sledged Carlisle. Carlisle sledged back. Murphy decided to have a go at Carlisle when he's injured. Saints yep. players took exception. Sledged Murphy yep. a bit more. Murphy cracked his shits. So, yeah, he could dish it out, but he certainly couldn't take it back. Yeah, I know, I know all that. I'm, I'm just wondering why he, he, he would publicly respond to any of the, like, trolling or social media commentary about it. There's not a single bit of truth about it because everyone just accepts it as truth if enough people say it i guess that would be if you just if if you ignore it then people will stop talking about it very i think he adds more fuel to the fire by responding to it i told you i was right news.com article mark murphy wayne carey linked in sledging drama shocking new details have emerged surrounding the verbal abuse handed down by some kilda players to calm captain it was speculated murphy was subjected to taunts regarding a supposed relationship between afl legend wayne carey and mark's wife jesse Gary just doesn't so who's the random rich well, they, they call they call him the king for a reason. <laughs> it's some like Terry Wallace special, like Gordus or whatever. Oh, Gaudus. Gordus. Yeah. But it was a decent game to watch. I mean Jack Billings played well. He thirty and five. Yeah, it's not quite a sixteen and six though, is it? Severos, Jack Steele, good lads. 
I'm making a big call. I know it's a shock horror, but Bolton's probably the best tactician in the league. Probably. That's why I'm yeah, so probably. furious that we never uh, sacked Harbour uh, two years ago. How did Dylan Roberts go? Is he, is he, still, <laughs> is he still all Australian or has he fallen off a Rory Sloan cliff? Rory Sloan cliff. Oh, oh dear. You guys are a jinx. Seriously, you guys need to stop. How's, uh, how's Paddy McCartan going in the VFL? It's going good, building up. Going to drop Revolt this week. Give him a good rest. He's going to drop Revolt. Fuck off Geelong. That's not... That's not... Wait, he needs a rest. He's playing VFL. He's building. Is he playing VFL development or has he really stepped up? No, he's been playing VFL for a while. I got it wrong when he said oh, he was playing development. All right, on to a couple of games that don't matter. They all don't matter at this point. Trust me. <laughs> Hawks cruised over the Bryans. Anything on that? Why are we even here? Well, look, it, I, I reckon this game mattered, and I'll tell you why this game mattered. It was the great man himself, Liam Shields, his 150th game, and let's hope he does a big boy McAvoy and turns into a beast mode and goes into All-Australian form after passing that 150th game milestone. What about the Brownlows? Is he still on party at that? Look, we we might work up to it. We'll go for the McAvoy-style All-Australian form this year. Ah, Maybe the Brownlows still on on next year. They'll make him half the player Joel Bowden is. Uh, But then again, he'll have a lot of competition for the Brownlow next year with uh, Ryan Burton and (laughs) Jaeger as well. Nothing else out of this game? Um, Uh, No. Tom Mitchell is is a beast. He's a great player. We definitely paid unders for it to get him. We, we Your won team one has so last many year. good players for a team that's only won like two games of football. <laughs> that, that was a great, great bit of trading to only get give up pick pick fourteen for for Tom Mitchell, and we ruined it by giving up four hundred picks for O'Meara and Ricky Henderson twenty and three. Oh, and speaking of fucking uh, cow jokes. Josh Gibson really should have been put out to pasture. I mean, it's just sad now. How long do we think it's going to take? Not how long do we think it should take, but how long do you think it's going to take? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe who's the next te- good team that we play? Maybe it'll take another 10-goal thrashing to bring it out. It's just, it's just Downside now. is Burton won't look so good anymore next to the shit truck that is um, Gibson. No, because then we might play an actual defender oh. and then Burton look even better and then even dan will agree that he's a lot better is Burton a defender or has he actually stopped opposition key forwards from kicking goals or is he just a a stat merchant like joel bowden gets the ball out of defense he's he's like a he's 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 a joel bowden he plays defense and he racks up disposals average is it it really good bet it's really good more skilled luke hodge who can also play key forward if he needs to oh really a fourth version of Luke Hodge. Has he belted anyone to boost his reputation yet? So we've got a future premiership player who's going to win the Norm Smith medal. You hear that? Yep. Oh, I hope that and, happens. Just and, like and you gave him up for Jed Anderson. <laughs> Let's move on. Colas have won two in a row. North came back to earth. Sydney is another shit team that just decided to play well over the weekend. Well, they have enough talented players on their list that if they actually, yeah, they all clicked at once, they could beat you. Kennedy just went berserk. He nearly had it 30 times up until half time. Okay. It was just crazy. Kennedy and um, Hanabry gave a shit. They did give a shit. Which hasn't happened all but year. they are shit. That makes sense. Yeah, they, they smacked us. We got smacked into the field and... At no point where we chance of winning the game. Um, I didn't see a second of this game. Same. Yeah, I was I was busy. Um, you were busy. Um, no, no, no. I was there. I was saying no. I was going to say something else. Oh yeah, because you tried to get a kid evicted. 
Yeah, um, I, was, I was on the train and I could see all the sad Richmond supporters on Richmond Station. I saw a couple of scarves on the on the tracks as well. <laughs> I saw a guy on the way out and I hope it was his mate because there was a guy with a Frio beanie and the Richmond supporter basically takes off his head and throws it on Punt Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's funny because you, you got this, like, this platform that's filled with black and, and yellow and then this one purple dude with a smile on his face. <laughs> Anything else on North vs. Coles? Yeah, anyways, uh, North, who do we play? Sydney. <laughs> Fucking. No more on this game, clearly. No more, no more. Yeah, move on. Let's go to the talking points and we'll stay on North and we'll discuss the North training complex. It's new and amazing, apparently. Is it? Have they built it yet? It's, it's going to get built. Maybe, maybe yeah. once you pick up the million dollars from China. Who's funding it? China. China. Koshi. Well, they're going to give us. They're going to have to give us more than a million to build it. Maybe you're going to share it with the fencing club again. Suze is going to buy a thousand pavers. Win the lottery and buy a thousand pavers. <laughs> oh well, she might will just fund it all and we'll call it the Susie Olsen training facility. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the melts on the North board? Yeah, you have all these players with broken arms that never heal. And... <laughs> You've got the medical centres run by Dr. Nick. Dr. Nick. Hi, and the, and the caf And the cafeteria, all the pre-packaged vegetables on. <laughs> They're about halfway. Oh, yeah. Plastic plates. Dishes never get done. Every supporter that buys a membership gets a, gets a, a sticky tape wrapped up little gift. Post-it notes everywhere. Posted notes. Nescafe for the coffee. Things yep. Blend 43. <laughs> I, I think that's where um, I think all the clubs are going to go, particularly if the, if you're a club that's going to have your own VFL team and potentially a, a women's team, which is what North wants to do. In the, well, when they next expand, they, they North wants its own women's team and they're going to have a VFL team next year. So they'll need to get a, a bigger facility, whether it happens or not. I'm, I'm not really hang, sure. But... Hang on. Sorry, just on that. A women's team. Can we go back to the fact that St Kilda are really keen on getting a women's team? And yet again, we have another St Kilda scandal involving, I guess, a lack of respect for women again. For shame. For absolute shame. No, but Cookie thought it was... Cookie was defending the behaviour. You're part of the problem, fucking St Kilda supporting... Yeah, it's just fucking... Endemic attitude at the club. They're trying too hard to shake the nice guys tag. They've been doing too many, putting too many opposition players on their banners and giving guards of honours to reshore and that sort. Trying to get some mongrel and they've gone too far. You've lost sight of what it means to be a proper football club. You're just a bunch of scumbags. Mm. We should focus our sledging for the banners against Hawthorne. I think that's a good course of action. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yes. Leave the girls alone and stop focusing on opposition players on your banners, all right? Just be nimble and quick. Anything more on North's facilities? Why is this even a... To- it's not even a Bay 13 talking point. Well, Cookie Why mentioned it. If there was something funny about it, I'd, I would get it. Yeah, anyway. the funny part was they're getting the cafe, so the yeah. North players won't be pissed off. Yeah, so they're getting... you got to have a cafe at every... AFL that's, club at the moment, that's, clearly. That's a North Ford joke. I, I've never really got that joke, but yeah, why not? No, no everybody, North it's not, it's a St Kilda one. Seaford. St Kilda's players hated Seaford because there were no good cafes nearby. So now every club, especially if they build a facility outside the city, has to have a cafe. Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're saying the North players are complaining because there's not a good cafe? No, no, no. no they're this... getting one so that they don't complain. They're making sure there's because one in there. St Kilda players oh, did. Come on. The St Kilda no. players. Players complained there was no good coffee in Seaford. So now everybody, like, they built one at Tuller, and 
I imagine and, everywhere else has one too. Like, who else has built a new facility? What, and the clubs can't make like Dingley a... will have buddy fucking cafe using recycled beans from the tip. Everyone these days has like their own like espresso espresso machine, right? I mean, why can't the clubs just have one of that? The... Oh, imagine if every club had a cafe and North just have a fucking kettle in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it makes you coffee, then then. Dad, if you have no good coffee, players aren't going to come to you. That's apparently that's how it is. Coffee's a deal breaker, mate. Josh Carley yeah. loves his coffee. Coffee must be great at Hawthorne if they're getting Vickery and Henderson and yeah, they got the really. Omira, I think, traded his kneecaps for for a <laughs> cup of coffee. Morgs-esque comment that one. Not fighting yet, It's really funny. Out knees in no knees. <laughs> We'll trade kneecaps no for knees. coffee. Ah, <laughs> oh, stupid fucking Nathan Freeman should have gone to Hawthorne. <laughs> Let's move on. Next talking point: the ice allegations from fucking what's her name, the NRL journo, Yvonne Sampson. Oh please, like the. Sky is blue, obviously, that AFL players use ice. But seriously, if you don't get caught, you don't fucking get caught. Stop slinging mud just because your fucking NRL players are too thick that they go out and get, you know... Hammered after an international. Yeah, they well, they walk up to a police officer and ask, do you have any cocaine that you confiscated, mate? <laughs> you got any cocaine in the evidence lock-up? Mom Sampson says two AFL players were on ice and in other news, water is wet. Yeah, if she's in Sydney, we know who they are anyway. They both play oh. for the Swans. But no, like seriously, that's what the NRL players do. It's cocaine and, and dogs for those guys. Yeah. And shitting in hallways. If you're so sure of it, take some photos because seriously. The only thing NRL can claim moral high ground over any AFL team is Cronulla rolling over and getting it up the arse from Asada. That's yes, it. Correct. Well, they, they, they played it well. Hmm. Like the AFL, we hide our drug use with quad strikes and injunctions. And depression. Yes. Yeah. And, and whatever whatever cover-ups and scandals there are being not reported on or not, not caught out in the AFL, guarantee you whatever's out there in the NRL <laughs> two to three times worse that, that hasn't been discovered yet. Seriously, if there's Mark Murphy-style sledges in the AFL, I hate to think of what they're saying in the NRL. Just goes with the territory. If this was the NRL, the St Kilda players would have said to Murphy, Sam Gilbert, fucked your dog. <laughs> Yeah, some yeah, some dog would have been involved. Like my dog's been fucking your missus or something like that. <laughs> my dog fucked your cap. I got nothing else. Let's move on to well, the classic Hawthorne culture has claimed another victim, Morgs. Oh yes, isn't this sad? I gotta find the fucking dickhead's name. Luke Sermon. Oh, I feel yeah. sorry for him, especially when we can read about him in two years' time, and he's basically Dale Garland. Mark two. A poor bastard. He'll be fucking jacking houses and shooting up in the toes any minute now. Yvonne Sampson will be like, you know, calling him out. Does anyone know if he lives at Hodgie's house? This is a complete non-story. Seriously, when are are Hawthorne going to stop destroying young kids' lives? No, I've got the inside scoop, all the intel on this, and it's not actually Hawthorne. Hawthorne are not the club that's actually destroyed his life. I'll tell you why he's retired from football, because he was just desperately afraid of getting a game against St Kilda (laughs) and sledged by their banner. Because I've actually, from my inside sources, got a copy of the banner that St Kilda was going to roll out if he ever played against them. And they were going to roll out on the banner with, his name is Luke Sermon. He looks like Thurman Merman. 
he may be built like a truck, but we all know that he's a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he just could not face that, the prospect of that happening. So better, well, better for like everyone like he involved. He had to run through it or retired. Well, I've got nothing else on that. I'm happy to move on from that. Shame on you, Silver. <laughs> yeah. What a promising kid's career with your mean banners. We'll just move on to the awful trade period that's come up and Brisbane Lions have only had an awful team for one season they already can't keep their players with Taylor Harris requesting a trade to Victoria basically their marquee player this would be like Tom Rockliffe well, going I mean, except that Rockliffe's you know far lower profile and less did, talented did you say you yeah. Taylor's actually good yeah. it's the pit stop of the AFL <laughs> It is. That's what that's what Lee Mac, that's what Lee Matthews said. But the funniest thing is, in the awful, you all get paid the same. Like there's a pay scale. You either get paid at this tier or this tier or this tier. So she can't be going anywhere for the money. She's just saying, "Get me out of Brisbane." Like she was already on the most money, so she's probably going to lose money because. Are they going to take marquee status away from somebody that's already got marquee status? Well, Mo Hope, maybe. <laughs> Mo Hope was overpaid. You're not coming to us, you dickhead. Well, how do you know that? You could do with a real key forward. Carlton yeah. are the front runners, apparently. Well, brown paper bag. But, I mean, just, just look yeah. at Brisbane and their ter- terrible culture. Can't keep a hold of their players. Despicable. So they finish in the grand final and they still lose their best player. Sucked in. See, this is where we need... A good, positive St Kilda banner. Just, you know, congratulations, Taylor House, on playing blah, blah, blah for the Brisbane women's team. You don't have a women's team because you don't treat women with any kind of respect or dignity. Assholes. You should have no banners. Do we want to mention why we think she might have left, any other reasons she might have left Brisbane? Do you want to speculate? I heard that she was following Tom Rockliffe down. She right. wants to leave. He's leaving. They're both threes. <laughs> I'll say she wanted to get she wanted to get away from Rockcliffe or from NRL players. Mm. It's funny because she's from Queensland. Yeah, I know, like literally <laughs> Queensland elite. What? Yeah, she is. She's from Queensland. She's from Queensland and she wants out. And the oh, women's Jesus. team's only been there for a year and already they're having player retention issues with local players who aren't getting a pay rise to leave. Bad enough when you have people from other states wanting to leave, but when you have your own people from your own state wanting out. How did Brisbane even get a women's team in the first place? Well, someone in Queensland had to get one. Did they? Oh, okay, fair enough, yeah. Still, I mean... Well, they didn't do too badly. They they were yeah. undefeated yeah, last until the grand final. That's true. Well, I guess I'm just... I'm more sort of thinking about Brisbane, the club, and being a shambles. Oh, yeah, but this is, this is just the beginning. Wait till the rest of them realise they can get out of Brisbane. Oh, it's going to be... How does that work? Can anyone just sort of say, I'm leaving, see you later? Well, no, they say, I want to trade to Victoria, and then eventually Brisbane will fold because they'll get nothing for her. Not that you can get much trading in the awful, because there's no draft picks are worth anything. Wouldn't be the first time a club called the Lions have folded. (laughs) Hi, Roy. The other thing from the awful is the father-daughter rule. Do we want to discuss that? Cookie, if only your club hadn't disgraced yourselves and got yourselves a women's team, you'd be able to play all those daughters that you players have. Yeah, you'd have all these Nathan Burke's daughters, Tony Lockett, Danny Robert Harley's, Danny Frawley's. Hey, Harvey no, has that's a son. Not even, that's not even mentioning all the illegitimate ones. Mm. Yeah. Ricky Nixon. Oh. You'd have all these legend. Oh. <laughs> you know, I don't, want to, I don't want to see some perm-looking chick playing in the centre-half forward for St Kilda. Yeah, you'd have all these legendary names playing in the women's team. Oh, well. Nothing else on that? But Chris Grant might be the first... His daughter will come through. Does Collingwood give Katie Sheen the 
That's cold. Real ice cold. That's like St Kilda Banner, ice cold. That's fucking less respect for her than St Kilda would have shown. Let's move on real briefly. Fox footy and their, or Fox Sports, Fox Sports or Fox Footy with the article about Bernie Vince and Rory Sloan. Oh, what a typo. Well, at at least it was a typo and not like the guy in Neil Perry's restaurant. Oh, yeah, that was so bad. I missed this. What what, what happened? Someone was doing a Facebook thing for Fox Footy and instead of writing bigger, they probably put, they substituted the end. I, I would like Nicola, him to be a Nigla, is what they meant uh, to write. Give me, give, what's, what's the sentence? Give me, tell me what, what was said. I would love him to be a Nigla this week, is what they meant to write. You fill in the blanks on what they actually wrote. Oh, wow. Not a wiggler. Damn, God, in my thread. Dan, you wrote in the thread, how do you not know this? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> Probably didn't like it much. I've got Alzheimer's. I, for, I forget stuff. I, I swear to God, I forget stuff. But on the on on the Nigla thing, like the receipt was much worse. But still, good thing it was Bernie Vince the tagger and not you know someone else. Like I'm just trying to think of who might have Harry said... O'Brien. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, if it had have been Harry, it would have been a story for the rest of the season. Oh my God! Imagine how long he'd be in mourning. <laughs> Nothing else on Fox Footy. That's a pretty bad typo to make. Like some typos are. You know, bombers spelt the wrong way. Yeah. That's just. Oh, well, I mean, if it's an honest mistake, then I mean, so what? Questions, I think. We'll begin. Cookie, you go first. Uh, what is your favourite Richmond fuck up? Cochin deciding to kick into the wind. <laughs> uh, it has to be has to be Carmichael Hunt. Just that whole story, and yeah, that's a moment that'll live on forever because he did fuck all else except ruin their culture. I'm gonna say chairing Joel Bowden off. <laughs> Hey, we don't know if that actually happened. Still has I googled it, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Jordan McMahon, because at least it got us Dustin Martins in the end. But, yeah. Uh... Yeah, for oh, now. Okay. Not forever. What about, what about, what about Tamley? No, what, what, Dusty's not going anywhere, because, you know, St Kilda's the one Garrett, circling, Garrett but, supposedly, but they're getting Dusty's Tom go- Rockley. Dusty's coming to North Melbourne. Did you hear about that? <sighs> I see Dusty in a North jumper on Facebook this week. It's, it's, it's happening. He's coming. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. The dust has risen in the north. We can match his price anyway. He's restricted. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. He's restricted. North are going to offer him a million plus. We can probably pay that. We should pay that. We mm, have the room. I don't think you can. I think you're paying Stevie Morris all, all of your cap. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Boss wants to know, extending the contract of which coach will end up hurting their club the most, Lyon, Hardwick, Longmire or Scott? Buckley has been excluded what? because it's apparently consensus. Buckley. Oh, no, okay. Scott. Hardwick. I'm, I'm Scott. assuming he's meaning Chris, so I've got to go Chris. for Chris Scott. Yeah, Chris Scott, yes. Well, I assumed it, that was a given. I'm not giving him the answer he wants. Clarkson, fuck off, boss. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the bay. Are you sick? That wasn't even me that time. It was a cookie. I, I was about to say, was that was that you sneezing against Darwin? Who's sneezing? I wasn't sneezing. I'm coughing. That was me. Oh, it's you that's got SARS. Is that, is that oh, I've got, uh, yeah, SARS. <laughs> <laughs> Went to China. <laughs> Or swine flu, or cow flu. Cow flu. Equine influenza. Yeah, probably ca- cow flu. I, I I got it from the cash cow because I got it from the uh, I, I got it from the West Coast Eagles ma- mascot, who is also the female Dockers mascot, who is also the Sunrise Cash Cow, who brought it back from China. Thread of the week. Richmond supporter optimism graph. Oh, is that is that your big reveal? What's the best thread I could think of? Oh, I got a better one. It's from Red Vest as well. James Kelly is a good bloke. 
the anti-Bob Murphy goo-fest thread talking up how Kelly was far more deserving of the 300-game goo-fest than Bob Murphy. And, yeah, that one delivered quite nicely. I seriously thought that was the one you found because I found that going back and I went that... I remember that from early in the week. That was a good one. Jack Billings, 30 and 5 club from Plugger. Good thread. We have a 20 and 3 thread, Plugger. I don't know who it's named after anymore, but... Ricky Henderson, probably. Ricky Henderson. (laughs) (laughs) Has Clayton Oliver 20 and 3 yet? Because that would be unprecedented. Yeah, three uh-huh. kicks and 20 handballs every week. I like Hawthorne, a.k.a. the bye. That was also a good friend. Mm. Very subtle with trolling. Uh, speaking of very clever, subtle trolls, I did enjoy uh, Lance Uppercut's effort on the main board, which I think is, will Joe Danaher be the next player to kick 100 goals? Yeah, um, go, reel in a lot of fish. That's what he does. He reels in fish on the main board. He's very good. You know, Battle of the Umpires, Pets, West Coast versus Barfoot was also decent. Let's segue from that. What are we going to give Thread of the Week to? Because my Flog of the Week was in the West Coast Dogs Thread. Just give it to Vesti. He had two good efforts this week. <laughs> okay, Vesti. Yeah, Vesti. Not that we give it to a poster, but sure. One of your threads, Vesti. Take your pick. Doggies1972 for my Flog of the Week for his basement melt. And all the like, it was it was quite a melt for a supporter base that only just recently tasted premiership premiership success. They have not taken the backlash all too well, and I thought Hawthorne were precious when they won. But oh boy, man, he's top of the list. Who else we got? Leaf Fallity for fucking being a spammy cunt of a fucking waste of semen. Is this for the you you didn't win your team won? No, it's every Fred, just every Fred. <laughs> I noticed he started on AFLX again after a long time off. I was just like, oh. Give him Flog of the Year already. I'm going to nominate someone who hasn't been nominated in a while but needs a whack this week, and it's uh, the original Dan Smasher. Again, it's a main board thread. He said, let's go back to the old out-of-bounds rule. And I said, finally, he's making some sense. Yeah, I agree. Let's go back to the old rule. But no, in the first line he says, get rid of the stupid deliberate rule go back to last touch. And I'm like, what the fuck, oh, Smasher? Oh, no. Let's just get rid of Ruckman entirely. You fucking idiot. Yeah, but he can, he can have my nomination. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with What's Ruckman. Yeah, you've got oh. no ruck. Why would you have ruckman oh. on the side if you don't have throw-ins? Fair call. Yeah, ball ups. Yeah, it would be a bit different because everyone just put their tallest mids up against each other. Yeah, you'd, you'd have a team full of full of Cameron Petersons. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't have um, conventional ruckman at all. Brody Gundy, see you later. Go back to working at the fish and chip shop. <laughs> <laughs> Brody Grundy works at the fish and chip shop. The other thing about that is, did anyone else notice in the games this week, the deliberate rule basically went back to the old rule this week? They yeah, hardly yep. paid a single one. They paid the deliberate, they paid the deliberate over the goal line one, the North game. Well, that was the right call though. No, it wasn't. He was like 20 metres out and he whacked it through under... 20 metres? No. No, he wasn't that far out. No. He was outside the zone though. Nine meters. There's a well, right yeah, there, there, if there, it's there nine is. meters, if it's nine meters, he was six or seven meters out from the goal. He wasn't. The, the, the nine fucking goal square is ten, and he was like six meters outside the goal square. The goal square is not ten. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yes, it, it is? is. Yes. So from the from the goal line to the end of the other yes. triangular line is is ten. Do you know how wide the goals are? I'll, I'll blow your mind here. 6.4 metres yeah. top by 
nine metres. Yeah, 6.4 metres wide the goals are, Dan. It's actually quite wide. You could fit Tom Hawkins through there. Well, goes without saying. Well, uh, then why do the the umpires allow the cheapy little kicks to the side from the kickouts then if they really are? Because they go 15 metres. They don't go 15 metres. Yeah, they do. They go like 10 metres. They only go 15 metres for Hawthorne. And they do not go 15 metres for St Kilda. Oh, God. Dan, if you thought the goal square was less than 10 metres no, and you were thinking those kicks were legal as it was, clearly they are longer than you think. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I stand corrected. Okay, can I go to my nominations now? Go. Hey, are you fucking done yet, cunts? I got two from the Collingwood board and they're in the autopsy thread or whatever, you know, like we've just been killed. Thread. And this one guy goes, worse I have felt after a loss in 15 years. And that was Chespra. And then adds, says, same. And I was like, really? I go, we've lost three grand finals in that space of time and you feel worse today? Oh. Short memories. Penal, did you nominate a flog of the week? I called Smasher, so sticking uh, with that. Yeah, fuck it. I'm, I'll second Smasher. I will happily third it. Any time Smasher gets nominated, I'll <laughs> I think this is Smasher's first and... actual win, other than just Dan nominating. No, didn't... I think Dan said last year Smasher should be, like, joining the man with no name category of perma-nominated. Yeah, perma-nominated, but <laughs> yes. never winning. I think I, I think I said something on the... He's basically finishing no. ninth, really. <laughs> A Richmond joke. Mm. Smasher wins. Yeah. I heard three Smasher. noms. That's majority. Last week's poll, who is St Kilda most likely to recruit in 2018? 4.3% said Dusty, 4.3% said Josh Kelly, 17.4% said Jack Watts, 26.1% said Nat Fife, and 47.8% said Tom Rockcliffe. Oh, welcome. Next week's games, what coin have we got, Cookson? Oh, oh my favourite segment on the podcast. Here we go. We have a choice oh, of well, three coins. Uh, Dan, well, that, you, you, hate every, you hate everything. You hate the intros. Yeah, yes, you hate the coin. Yes. You hate Gore yes, Tears. I, I hate everything. Yes. Why am I even here? He's just wants a badge. He's, <laughs> yeah. I just want my badge to go. He's in it for the bling. <laughs> uh, here's all we have. We have a 1949 Deutsch coin from Germany. 10 Peppening. Yep. So we've got the 1949 coin. we got a French coin. Five francs. Oh, and they all sound fr- the same when you flip it. <laughs> and a two franc coin. Do any of them have wings? Yeah, what's the, what's the most ridiculous looking one? I want to see a prawn with wings yeah, on the what, front. What's this week's head and tail? <laughs> Is there a snail with wings on the front? We got Lady Liberty and a bunch of flowers. More flowers, and another Liberty bitch. A big <laughs> coin and what appears to be marijuana leaves on the German coin. I think we go with the French one with flowers because Dan's a flower farmer. That's, uh, that's funny. <laughs> Geelong doggies. Uh, Lady Liberty heads, flowers, tails. Sure, why not? I'm trying to get a consensus here. It's a very important segment. <laughs> Shut up. It's tails. This... Dogs. So that's the, so that was the flowers that popped up, yeah? Yes. Okay. Saints colours. Lady Liberty, so St Kilda. St Kilda play well at Eddie Head. Oh no, it's an Adelaide joke. Can't say that. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, Dan's got back to going grumpy again. If you just gave oh, him what? his badge, you'd be oh. fine. Yeah, just put me at ease, will you? Come it's on. It's just like putting something in the kid's mouth, isn't it? To stop him crying, right? Yeah, right. That's you said. <laughs> hey, you said that, not me. You said that. No. I never you that. said that. No, I, I didn't say that. No, Penal said Rolf, but you said putting something in its mouth to shut it up. Okay, well, maybe I did say that, but I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> maybe I did say track <laughs> Oh, just, just flip the coin already, come on. Yeah, flip on. the coin, GW Fishman. 
We're going for GWS. Brian's Crowbots. Brian's. Best team in the competition. <laughs> no, but they're just average, Dan. They are just... I'm telling you now, they will not make the eight this year. They oh. won't. Well, not, well if, depends on how many games they played Eddie had, mate. Okay, Hawthorne will beat Collingwood. Essendon, West Coast. We are going for Essendon. Melbourne North. Bet you Melbourne loses Melbourne, Melbourne in 15 years. And they're expected to beat you, so they'll lose. Coin wants North to win. Of course it does. And Frio Carlton. Yeah, it's going for the Carlton Cucks. Anything we want to add on any of the games before we wrap this up? Wolves, do you give Collingwood a chance? No, yes. No, I don't know. I have no idea well, who to tip in that game. No. I, I reckon look, look to the middle of the ground, big boy McAvoy, to put in a dominant oh. performance and show everyone why he should be the All-Australian Ruckman and not that Grundy fraud. You're the fraud here, Penal. You wanted him gone round two. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You were shitting on him like three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you you mackied that call. You just backflipped on it. <laughs> he needed a spray and oh, I and he's responded him into that, action. <laughs> Coach <Right>. Penal. <laughs> Coach Penal. And if you don't play it well, you're getting the egg. <laughs> Do we have any more on the games? Shit versus average for every game this year. Pick whoever. <laughs> Fuck Jose for being on top of the tipping, actually. New flog of the week. Fucking what? Jose. <laughs> How the hell did Jose get on top of the tipping competition? Hey, there's a, there's a badge for top tipster, Dan. Oh, fuck. How is he on top? Well, clearly he's picked the most winners. Yeah, I know, but how? He's not a knowledgeable person. He's Jose. <laughs> he's a little runt. He's a gun gnome. What would he know? Come on. Come on. Not right. It's just not right. You seem upset, Dan. Oh, well, apparently I've been upset for the last two or three hours. I mean, I... Oh, for last two or three years. <laughs> this has been the Fogcast for round nine. Starburns joined by... Dan. There's only one round left in my, <laughs> in my competition. There's no five. Morgs. Yeah, bye. Fuck off, Dan. Thanks, Morgan. Peensy. What's the difference between an SJW and a suicide vest? The suicide vest actually accomplishes something when it's triggered. <laughs> <laughs> and Cookson. Top quality joke, Penal. Top quality joke. Thanks for listening and we'll see you for the season finale next week. Yes. <laughs>